Hello, everyone. This is Ed K. Smith, the co-host of The Asset Show, here with the other co-host of The Asset Show, Mr. Rob K. Hey, Rob. Hey, mate. G'day, everyone. Glad to have you uh, watching us and tuning in today. We have a super special guest. All our guests are super special, but this one's super, super special. Jordan Fogarty from B Media and Animoca Brands. How are you, Jordan? Yeah, very well. Thanks for having me. I'm sure you say that to everyone, but I'll take it. <laughs> no, no, you got you got an extra, extra special one. So um, because because Jordan's in Perth, so there's three Perth Perth lads here now. So you know we don't often have we do have people from Perth come on the show, but um, uh, but normally all the superstars are often somewhere else. So uh, we've we've got a superstar local legend, as in Jordan, who's come <laughs> on the show. And so uh, go, Rob. Well, I'm not sure who's who's done this first, but I noticed you've got some cool artwork background as well, like me, John. Yeah, um, yeah, I think yeah. Well, this this was meant to be. Not exactly sure what it is. So we've got different views in the office of of what this big caterpillar or something behind me is. <laughs> Same with me. I'm not sure what this is. It's kind of like living blockchain behind me or something. But yes, <laughs> that's, metaverse that's catching a... up with you. <laughs> so. Um, I have been following stuff that Jordan's been doing, particularly uh, with the recent acquisition and merger. Jordan will correct me on the what the right technology is, to, not technology term, I should say, yeah. um, with Animaker Brands. Was it was it a merger or was it a takeover or a joint venture or what would you classify it as? A bit of everything. It's interesting. You almost could call it a bit. Uh, so officially, I mean. Uh, Apparently, the official terminology is an acquisition if it's more than 50%. So they did okay. acquire uh, 67% of the business. So uh, they're the major holders um, of the business now. Cool. Okay. We'll dig into that uh, a little bit later. But first of all, we're going to have a bit of a backstory. Uh, who, who is this Jordan Fogarty dude? Um, there's lots of people know who he is if they're in the Web3 blockchain crypto space um unless they're living under a rock they wouldn't know who you are but most people particularly if they're in australia have been following uh what's been going on with you but let's get a bit of a backstory um so what were you doing leading up to uh getting into a digital agency because you you founded b media what about 12 years ago was it uh, like um it would be nearly nine years ago now actually. oh nine years okay yeah. okay so what were you doing leading up to starting a digital agency leading up to starting i cast my mind back a bit hey so i i was studying at uni actually at the time um and started uh prior to b media started a um a like a virtual assistant business because i was studying cool. I was, this was quite cool back then i was like oh you can have these like different, you know, people helping you work all around the world and, and yeah. sort of, you know, uh, providing them to different businesses and, and oh. whether that's from, you know, uh, USA or all over, all over the world. Um, so that was a bit of fun at uni and really everyone was wanting um, help with digital marketing and, and this sort of uh, digital technology space. So started learning more, training up more and then I actually was working consulting for a, for a property firm and got pitched by a lot of agencies. And I was like, wow, like they're sort of missing the ones that I met with were really missing that connection to business growth. And, you know, it was a lot of jargon and whatnot, but it was like, yeah. how does that actually drive a business towards its goals? So 
I went, you know what, um, why don't I start one myself? And, and that's, that was how we got going. Great. Very, very cool. That sounds exactly like me. Same thing happened, um, except I was like, I was a little baby compared to what I am now. I, was, I think I was back in 2003, but the same deal. I was working with, with clients and then they all started the same deal. I saw the, saw the need. And um, so you've, you've done the same thing by the, by the sounds of it. And it's one of those spaces where there's such a huge amount of uh, demand and it just keeps, keeps growing and changing and, uh, and morphing into the whole thing we're going to be crunching down and talking about uh, Web3 and blockchain. It's the, it's the next evolution. And, yeah. and Rob and I are always talking about ENS domains and Web3 domains and things like that because it's, it's all sort of like a full circle moment, I feel. So that's, yeah. that's fantastic. So you started B-Medium. That's gone very well. And um, did you start it as a normal digital agency, like just with the, ba the basic internet, social media, that kind of thing, without thinking about blockchain and Web3? Yeah, and maybe like just to start, um, you know, for, for maybe some of the listeners, like I sort of sometimes throw out Web1, Web2, Web3, assuming um, that, that, you know, uh, uh, yep. so I suppose started in Web1 being sort of, you know, search and, and desktop write activity, uh, and then scaled the business a few years into Web2, right? Being social and mobile. Uh, so it's been quite an organic journey now to move into this third phase. And I, it was actually quite cool. I remember a friend saying, you know, as the sort of discussion started with Yat, the American Brands founder and um, all of that, he said, you've done this before a couple of times, <laughs> you know? You've done this before with your business. Then another friend asked me, like, are you nervous about this? And I was like, I've done this before. Like, <laughs> you know, maybe yeah. this feels a little bit more intimidating than Web 1 to Web 2 did. But, um, but you know, so I suppose that's been a bit of the uh, organic growth journey, if you like. Cool, okay. cool. Yeah, it's, it certainly is a, an exceptionally good fit for um, all the things we've been talking about. And, and having that experience in the, the Web 1 slash Web 2 space, um, history leaves clues, I always like to say. And there's there's a lot of, well, it, and Rob and I talk about this, we've had on multiple occasions on different episodes. There's all the naysayers about the whole crypto blockchain space that it's just a fad and it's going to die and blah, blah, blah. And because things are down now in terms of prices of, of tokens and other things that people are just, you know, piling on, but I've seen this before. I've seen it in the web one. I've seen it in web two. Uh, so it's, it, to me, it is just the same thing. Um, so we're very early, yeah, very, very, very early. So what sort of products and services do you guys mainly uh, provide to, to clients now with, with yeah. B Media? Yeah, so since like the last, I suppose, nine months, like our focus heavily now is on working on really small number of like high impact um, communities, if you like. And we'll go into that in a bit in a second around like the AFL as a, as a key one, um, but yeah, really very focused on joint ventures. And we occasionally will do sort of some consulting if it leads to, if it's very likely to lead to um, a really high impact project um, it is a key focus. So really an end-to-end, -end, our main delivery now is that end-to-end -end, um, NFT sort of Web3 delivery model. Uh, not all of it, most of it we do in our house, in-house in at the moment, but other components we then have, you know, a network of 340 other brands and assets within the Anamoka ecosystem to, mm. to, and if it makes sense, for example, to bring in an art group that can do generative art or all these different great applications with the NFTs or the, you know, environments we're building, 
we can pull in all these different um, partners and tools to, to deliver the best program and, and you know, thing for fans. Awesome. Uh, Rob, have you got uh, any of the questions you wanted to particularly well, ask? I'm just trying not to jump the gun here. Um, That's um, all right. I'm ke I'm, I'll keep a track. We, yeah, yeah. Can we, we, we don't... We don't have to go in a chronological order now. We sort of. We're... I always say that to everyone. I'm like, it's never like A to Z in this space. It's like, it's no, we, we, we'll we'll loop back if we need to. I'll keep an um, eye on it, mate. Can we talk more about, um, you know, what does who is B Media and Animoca Brands and and why have they come together and what products and services do they represent? Sure. So maybe I'll start with Animoca Brands and a bit of a back, bit of a story. Uh, which yeah, that's a good color and lens. So a cool part of the story is so about five years ago, I had a had a good friend and my brother um, actually say, "Listen, you should meet this guy. Got a, got this tech business, sort of gaming and a bit of this and this." But I was in Sydney at the time, and he said, "You know, go get go catch up with him for lunch." And at the time, Animoca was sort of a four to five million dollar company. Um, now, now being like a eight nine billion dollar company, it's wow. only just years ago, uh, yeah. literally yes. a handful of years ago. Um, yes. And we caught up, really got along. We're both in this entrepreneurs organization. Saw each other a couple of months later in Hong Kong. Like it was, you know, sort of started to to develop a bit of a friendship. And then, similarly, around that time, Crypto Kitties. And and Yat and his team were sharing an office, and CryptoKitties was the first NFT project and almost broke Ethereum. So this was yeah. about four years ago, which back then, you know, none of us, you know, with 99.9% of the population wouldn't have heard of NFTs or even the metaverse being a term widely used. Uh, so from that moment, Yat decided, I want to, you know, this is this is the next internet. This is the next, this is such an incredible moment for change. Um, and started to invest in a lot of ones you would know now heavily take quite you know get really involved in um open sea bought wow. sandbox for a few million dollars um now yeah. does seventy-five percent of metaverse trade uh and so many different um a lot of this platforms and spaces you might you know interact with and 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 utilize uh, are sort of part of that and someone you know it's it's it was made as strategic investments Animoca itself has very few actually fully controlled subsidiaries. Uh, I think it's actually less than eight, eight or nine, us being one of them. And then it has a lot of now, um, really like mid last year, it was 170 investments part of the ecosystem. Now it's 340. So you can see the rate that they're just moving at is, is breakneck. And that, when you think of what is Animoca Brands, you ask that question, it's not a simple answer. So it's part venture capital, it's part actual metaverse builders so the technology the teams the project management but really a lot of this space we sort of view it as like how do we help ip and if you want to call use another word brands or ip or companies like marvel or disney or afl or mm. you know, football or all these other different leagues around the world which are all all brands that we're helping at the moment bring into this world where i suppose it's a nice synergy because we know a lot about this space and then they have this community and brand yeah. and, and, and values looking to find its place in this space. So it's quite a nice, mm. um, quite a nice synergy. So I guess did Animoca see you and B Media as kind of like the Australian representative? Yeah. So from that, I suppose that story, you know, meeting Yat, um, and then I actually went on the board of um, All of X, which is, which is one of the Animoca brands. It's a fitness metaverse um, where you can, you know, sort of, 
move to earn and all of these fun other attributes. Um, went on a board of that a number of years ago. To, to be honest, wish I took that a lot more seriously now. <laughs> because, uh, back at the time, fitness metaverse, we're like, what on earth? Even now, people, you know, 99% of the population is like, what, what is that guy talking about? Um, yeah. So then it came to a moment about last year, September. Um, yeah, I wanted to get on a call and um, just discuss the space because I suppose they're really looking for companies that have got some maturity and also you know, a bit of trust and connection with the company already that can come and execute. So the first one being the AFL, it's a five-year joint venture, which we can go into a bit later. Um, yep. And then really, so at the moment, our heavy focus is really on sporting leagues and and um, and sporting communities, um, sports and entertainment, because we feel that it's such an exciting space to that Web3 can really, you know, um, I suppose add a lot of value to fans. Huge. Huge, yeah, and the comp- the combination of all that with the the esports growth, um, that's a huge space that I'm interested in as well. And so yeah. the the, com- the combination of things is is mind blowing. It really and is mind blowing, yeah. And the and the uptake of it, I mean, like Rob and I, uh, we immerse ourselves in this stuff on a daily basis, don't we, mate? And we do. We, we can't. It's impossible to keep up with. So anyone who's just coming and getting exposed to this for the first time, it's like standing in front of a tsunami. It's just like <laughs> holy shit. <laughs> but once you once you actually dive in, yeah, you've got to dive in, don't you? Yeah, you have to dive in head first, which is terrifying when that tsunami wall of forty feet is coming at you. But yeah. if you don't, and thanks to Rob, I, this is the reason I got interested in it was because of Rob. Um, I, I was sort of aware of it and I sort of dabbled in it a couple of years ago, but Rob was, he was in there on his, you know, paddleboard. He was out in the, he was, he was paddling on the tsunami. Oh, right, thought, 40 foot wave. <laughs> yeah, so I thought, shit, I better, better hang on. To, you just better hang on. To, you can't, but it's, it, it's exciting. It's probably what? the most exciting I've been excited. I've been with the whole internet since 20 years ago. So it's awesome. Yeah, well, so I was Rob. super excited about what was it three or four weeks ago when Ed said to me, there's this Perth brand called B media that um, has signed up the NF or the AFL, sorry, to um, create NFTs. And I went, hang on, are we there yet? I didn't, it seems I couldn't yeah. believe it. Can you tell us more about how that all came about? Because I didn't know that AFL would even understand NFTs this early in the game. I think it is a testament to what the AFL brand has created in the last, you know, if you look at them in the last five to 10 years compared to some other major leagues um, with, with three letters uh, as well, if you like. They've <laughs> um, been incredible innovators for their fan experience and engagement. You know, their digital assets and properties are... are just second to none. Um, and, and they've really always taken that super innovative driven approach towards new technology. So it was actually as early as really early last year, 2021, very wow. early year when they were like, we're interested in this space. We're going out to tender. They've got a lot of close connections with the NBA and even the NFL and other leagues in the US that were obviously diving head first. We've all seen, you know, the NBA top shot story. Uh, yeah. So that did take some time of collaboration and education and they did go out to quite a lot of different groups. Um, and yeah, I think it was sort of about late last year when the decision was made to go with, go with us. And we really dived in head first in sort of January, early February. 
to build this whole program. And what's exciting about that, again, that's quite philosophically important for us is like the fact that it's a joint venture is we're all about like you want to you want to ensure and this comes a lot from our from Yat, our founder like you want to make sure that you know you're in relationships that incentivize both parties to perform and win and and get the most out of things so that's a, a five-year joint venture it's essentially a split between us the players and afl um sort of corporate if you like uh, yeah. which is again fair um and sharing and it's sort of, it's been a really exciting journey because the craziest things we've thrown on the table and thought of, they've, they've never gone, whoa, you guys are, you guys are losing, you know, you guys are off the, off the planet. <laughs> um, they've gone, cool, how do we do that? Uh, so there was the launch um, of the first NFT drop uh, just a few weeks ago. So it all blends into one. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Um, just a few weeks ago, which was a sellout in 12 hours. Uh, we would have sold out in two hours. There was a couple of payment processing with the payment provider. Couldn't actually handle the payments coming through, which is, a, I suppose, a good problem. Um, so so how, many, how many NFTs sold at that two weeks ago? So the, that was at the allow list really early, uh, which was uh, approximately, uh, it was 3,800 uh, packs. So about 12,000 or well, about 10,000. Uh, there was three per pack. Uh, and then we've done a recent drop just a couple of weeks ago, which was another, um, it's actually more than that, about five, 6,000. Yeah, wow. And you guys cool. registered the domain name aflmint.com.au for that one? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So that's the sort of branding for it, I suppose. We liked, it was a cool journey, but we liked uh, us and the AFL. We liked Mint because it's kind of an Aussie colloquial for Mint, something that's cool and awesome, but also minting an nft um so yeah there you go very, yeah very cool. they, they were the packs yeah and so you didn't know who you were kind of who you were getting was it the lucky dip type thing yeah it was a lucky dip and then this is this genesis ball here that's something you know where there's a certain a small percentage handful of percentage and in that first drop was approximately 10 percent of people were airdropped, oh, wow. like given one of those as a reward and yeah. that's we're building a lot of the utility and benefits and rewards of this program through that through that Genesis ball. Yeah, it, yeah it's an amazing thing. And it again, people who are only just coming into this for the first time, even people who have heard of NFTs for a year or two, I don't think they truly grasp the depth of utility of what a, a non-fungible token slash NFT is and what it does and you mentioned earlier and i picked up on that saying that um the the money that is being generated or income however you want to call it uh from this some of it's going to the afl corporation if you want to call it that um uh, some of it's going to players some of it's going to you know fans Pe people share in the whole profit of mm. of this and that's because of the smart contract capabilities yeah. of an nft so can you dive into what that structure is a little bit just for people who don't really understand and think that nfts are just pictures of of yeah. uh, of, of apes i'm not going to say monkeys because i hate that but even though i just yeah. said it but you know what i mean it is a bored ape not a yeah. not a monkey not a bored monkey that would be a good name too but um can you dig into that a little bit yeah. please just i like i mean if you think of it like this the, the current Let's use the AFL as an example. Current sporting leagues with their current structure uh, and, and, and setup are rather extractive in nature when you think about it. So you go to the game, you watch something and you pay for it and that's sort of it. You're, you are getting value and entertainment, but 
it would be really hard for structurally for the AFL to share in the rewards and share in parts of the revenue. Like how would you even possibly, that's just literally impossible in our current like infrastructure and ecosystem yeah. of how, how we do things. So the amazing things about this new world of space of, of NFTs and, and the blockchain is you can truly, let's say you're a big fan of a, a you know, of a young Sonny, this Freo Dockers player. Like I know some of my mates has named his dog after it, et cetera. You're a real <laughs> fan of this guy, yeah. young guy, total gun. Um, you can actually buy, you know, trade buy NFTs of his. You're really, you can, you're on the, it'll be shown on the blockchain forever that you were a real true supporter of him back in the oh. early days, back him, value him. And as he grows in his career, his, his NFTs and assets are going to increase in value. So it's, it's a really exciting way for that fan engagement and, and, and real involvement in your, in the, in the league and the players and to share on the upside. And I think what we are really excited about are not just, you know, yeah, they are nice, you know, moments or, or images. And it's almost, we see that as like the ticket to the dance or the pass into the stadium in the stadium yeah. is where the world, world of fun and, and reward and, and, you know, enjoyment is happening. And that's, that's where, you know, this term, I suppose, utility is really exciting because that's what can Mickey, he's 28, he loves the footy, maybe he likes, you know, rugby, maybe he likes a whole golf, a whole bunch of other things. How can we build such a valuable uh, community within AFL men and sporting communities in Australia and further abroad where you can be rewarded for your activities. You can literally be rewarded. We've got games and assets where, you know, called sort of move to earn, where you can actually earn tokens and rewards that can be transferred for money to running or actually activity. Um, so all of these type of things, I suppose, are quite exciting um, because it makes you, I suppose, appreciate that it's more than just buying an image that you might be able to get off, you know, get off Google, for example. Yeah, you'll exactly. take a screenshot. I mean, when, when I think of what we're talking about now, we understand it, but if my, let's, I'm going to think about my mum, who's a, who's yeah. a massive Eagles fan, right? Yeah. She, she, yeah. how is she going to understand what's going on here? Um, I think to, in my mind, maybe we could explain NFTs as kind of like digital yeah. merchandise, like digital, you know how people in the nineties used to, um, go to the AFL games and they used to have a, a picture, like a poster of their favourite player, like John Warsfold or something. And, and then they used to get get John Warsfold to sign it. Yeah. And they used to put it on their wall in their lounge room. And when everyone came over, they used to say, look at, I've got John Warsfold's signature on my, on my wall. Yeah. Um, now, I guess <laughs> you could hold up your phone and say, well, I've got a limited edition yeah. um nft that you know only there's only 10 of these in ten thousand of yeah. this of this particular player is that what we're yeah, talking about it's like a, it's a great analogy like let's say there's a for, for your mum run i think of my grandma who's just a mad <laughs> eagle supporter we got her years ago like a signed jersey that still hangs in her room and she's yeah, yeah. um imagine having a player card let's say you know john john walsall if he was still playing or yeah you know, buddy franklin or whoever it might be a player that someone loves so just like that being a trading card that you have in your wallet or you have hidden in a safe spot. Imagine yeah. if it's constantly updating with the stats, the data that yeah, play wow. traded. So this is the ways that it can become this evolving dynamic, really valuable. And hey, is that going to be worth more in five years if that player's career just absolutely Yeah, it's true. Imagine if you get, get basically it's like a an old school baseball card. 
Yeah, it's a, it's a modern digital NFT of a football player. I know what you're saying. If you get them in when they've just come yeah. in from the draft and then every week you're checking it, it's showing how many goals they've kicked. Yeah. All that sort of stuff over the, the years. Australian team or all of these different aspects. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah that's really yeah. interesting. And, or something, this is, you know, this is where it's really, you. Uh, the usage of the utility of the NFT is only limited by the imagination, in my opinion. So you could have something where this particular uh, rookie uh, who's new to the game is having a special event uh, where he's going to meet his uh, fans who hold the NFT and it's only for people who hold the NFT. Yeah, yeah. So that could be 20 people. It could be 2,000 people. It's completely obviously up to um, the... the Yeah, the sky's the limit here. The AFL could say, we've got a VIP party on the grounds of the grand final. For, for the for the 200 people that own that special glowing football you know nft yeah spot on yeah. and that's um that's the fun i mean this is getting the project launched was such a big component but now it's like building this community and adding value and we're really excited even afl corporate partners and sponsors and, and such a world of opportunity to bring back value to these fans we come back mm. like it's about mickey He's 28, he's this, like, what about an airline? He might want to fly between games. What about this? How can these uh, or tip, these uh, typical organisations, if you like, come in and provide value to these communities? And I suppose, again, the blockchain is such a nice technology because that can be easily done. You know, you can be airdropped to your wallet. Here's this at the Virgin, you know, Virgin or Virgin lounges or, or boom, 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 boom. There's so many exciting ways yeah, it yeah. happen um, quite seamlessly. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. That's it, great. It's, yeah, it really is uh, an, a very exciting uh, time and we haven't even scratched the scratch. I mean, it, it gets overused, but it's accurate when I say we are at the very beginning. And it, for a sporting analogy, we haven't even jumped on the field yet, really. I mean, we're still all standing around looking at the oval going, sure, we could go there. <laughs> yeah, still warming up. Absolutely. It's just crazy. Yeah. And it's, um, I, which is why I'm so excited when I see things on the news when they're saying, oh, this thing's all over and done and dusted and yeah. it's just a fad. And I'm going, yes. <laughs> this well, think of, I love to use this example, like um, buying dog food in 1996 online. You know, that would yeah. just literally been a nightmare. Like, for example, some people are like, oh, you've got to set up a wallet. It's a bit of a, but like, yeah, the user experience coming into Web3 is not great. We all know that. Like, it's, it's yeah. a couple of steps for security and for other purposes and reasons. Like, it's, yeah. it's not as easy as buying. It's still a bit clunky dogs. today. A little bit, yeah, totally, totally. But again, like, you know, buying dog food online in 1996 was there wasn't all the big payment providers, there wasn't all of these, yeah. you know. It was still early days. Then obviously the dot-com crash of 2000, people were like, oh, this is just ridiculous. You know, like, why would you buy yeah. like dogfood.com? Um, that's just <laughs> such a waste of money. And now we kind of look back and go, all right, it's built the biggest, you know, the biggest organizations in in, in all of history. Mm, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, that's where Rob and I spend most of our time, isn't it, mate? In that whole domain space. Well, mostly you and um, me just talk every day about what can happen. And then all of a sudden things happen quicker than we thought. Yeah, that's and that, that's <laughs> that's true. That's truly it. Um, but yeah, it's look, I think that whole utility giving back to the 
the, the buyers of the NFT or the fans or whatever you want to classify them. Um, and again, it's like I'm a big follower and have been of Gary Vaynerchuk for years. I don't know whether yeah. you do, Jordan. Uh, I'm a V Friends owner. Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll show I'll show you what I got. Two seconds in the mail the other day. Now this this is a real nerd out thing here, but this is for for context. I'll, I'll, I'll hold it up there. Uh, right, you can, can you see that kangaroo? Yeah, yeah. All right. Now this is what they call the click click and collect cards. That when you bought a, a V Friends too, you could opt in to get these sent, and sort of like they're co it's collectible cards, and they get sent to you. They're all randomly assembled. You get a pack of 52. So it's really sort of luck of the draw what you get. I got that kangaroo, which is a five of five card out of about 1.8 million cards that were made. Yeah, wow. So it got, it got sent to a, a dude in Australia. It's worth a couple of grand off the bat before things have even got started. Yeah, and it was yeah. just... And I didn't cost me anything other yeah. than the original NFT purchase. Well, I think your analogy but, in, in this case is this is what can happen with these AFL. Um, absolutely. NFTs, right. And yep. I've seen just there like your passion and excitement. You want to share it. Like exactly. that's people go like, oh, why is this worth that? Or why is, you know, that, why was that people, you know, bought for $89 million, this, this NFT. And I'm like, well, Sorry, and I showed this other photo, this number 10 painting, which is a real life painting. And it's literally just like orange color, one orange color. I'm like, that's yep. 90 million. And it's not <laughs> even safely, safely secure. Like it can be burnt down, it can be stolen, it can be, it can be lit up on fire, um, yep. vandalized. Uh, it's all perception, right? And I think that's what's exciting, you know, these, you mentioned them before the Bored Apes um, and mm. we were at an event, you know, about six or seven months ago and someone said, yeah, well, that's just... That's just for rich people that drive Ferraris and Maseratis and whatnot. Like, but it didn't start out that way. <laughs> so a year ago, yeah. they were $150, $200. But then just stop reminding me, please. What's that? Oh, stop yeah, reminding me, Jordan. We, we did hear look, about them earlier. Uh, look, multiple people in our domain industry were onto the board apes like the early, early, early and kept sending me stuff to say, Edge, just spend a thousand bucks and get five Come of on, these. Come on, Edge. Yeah, yeah. No, I didn't. You know what we're no, talking about here, I didn't. including these AFL <laughs> NFTs. We're talking about, um, you know, compassion, like we saw from Ed a minute ago. But but basically, digital flex, and it doesn't have to be like too show offy. It doesn't mean you have to show off. You've got a Rolex watch or a Ferrari. Yeah. It's basically if you've got an AFL card of your favorite player, and there's only ten of those cards, it's kind of cool to be having a beer with your mates and saying. You know, I've got this Nick Natanui card. Yeah. And everyone's like, hang on, there's only 10 of those. It's You yeah. must be a real fan, you know? Yes, yeah. and a real backer of Nick That's Nat right. or yes. whoever it might And be. the guy might say, I am. I didn't just, you know, I had to hunt this guy who owned it down and I had to swap him these three other players and, and all that sort of stuff. And it, it's there. It's a game within a game, right? Yeah. Yeah. And how cool yeah. is that is, you know, in 10 years time when, you know, when he was first, you know, number whatever in the rookie draw, I was buying his stuff. And now mm. look at him, it's just, you know, like. Yeah, I believed in him. I bought all his cards when yeah. they were like 10 bucks. And now they're a couple of grand each because he's, I followed him for five years. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. I and mean, that's, that, this that, is... that gives people another, instead of people gamble on the game. And I don't think you're supposed to a lot of the, with the sports betting stuff. For people that don't want to 
you know how there's always all these guys that are betting on a game, they're, they're more excited about the game because they're involved. For people that don't want to do that, they can get in, they can be involved in having like NFTs and trading NFT digital yeah. assets and still get that same kind of buzz, maybe. Yeah, yeah, no, couldn't agree. Yeah, yep. Yeah. So we mentioned earlier another buzzword uh, that is has been used a hell of a lot uh, is the term meta or metaverse, particularly with Facebook changing its name to, to meta. Um, we know what it is, but let's, I would like your uh, explanation, Jordan, of what is the metaverse or a metaverse, because there's not just one. What, what, yes. what is it? So I think the way I like to explain it is like starting with a real world example that we understand. Like if you, we're all on our smartphones, right? Like where live on them, you know, you get those updates, you've been on your phone for, you know, eight hours a day, the last or whatever it is, five <laughs> hours a day. Um, the metaverse is the next evolution of an immersive online experience. If you really want to keep it nice and simple is the way I like to keep it, keep it nice and simple is, a way that we can, instead of just being boxed in on our phone, walking across the street or whatever, is we can move between worlds and actually these digital experiences in a more immersive, uh, enjoyable way. Like, I don't know what it's like, even, even right now, right? Like we could be sitting here on a Zoom call and then during COVID and lockdowns and I was in Melbourne for the whole thing for nine months. Like it would have been much cooler if I could have been having a headset and actually sitting there in boardrooms, whether it's board meetings in London or mm. Sydney or Tokyo. It's just, I think it's going to be, what about even an example of sitting on the couch at home and your mates are either side of you, but one's actually in London and one's actually in San Fran, but you're watching a game together and you're experiencing it. Um, so I think these are just some examples. Uh, yep. It's not just one space. It's, it's almost like saying, you know, um, what's a smartphone? It's like, it's a, it's a smartphones were an incredible invention, you know, 10 years ago. Mm. Yeah. Are you mostly yeah, talking it's about my... virtural reality there, Jordan? Like yeah, I suppose on... I'm talking about, you know, not all metaverse experiences you need, like headsets and goggles, people are like, that's a bit nerdy or whatever it might be. Um, but I think as the hardware equipment mm. and our technology evolves, like we yeah. will be stepping into more, remember the Google Glass years ago? Like yeah. That? way before its time as us and yeah. society were ready for. Yeah. Um, but I think that things like that will take a resurgence where where it'll be, you know, able to able to enjoy these digital experiences, um, uh, I suppose, in a more immersive fashion, if you like, through, through yeah. AR, VR, et cetera. Yeah. Well, if you, if you remember what it was like trying to watch just a simple video on your computer in 1997. Yeah. Um, it was dial-up tone and the... it, it was torturous, <laughs> and and the picture was you know like that big. Um, it's only a matter of time that the, the the whole usage will will pick up uh, again early early days. So that's cool. So um, metaverse. Yeah, can I can I hop in on top of metaverse? Yeah, mate. You know, you know, we're all some of us are talking about augmented reality as well. So I mean, mm -hmm. I know Apple are working on on glasses, but imagine if someone pulls off the you know how you can basically see the metaverse inside the glass as yeah. well as as well as reality so imagine in the future you're going to an afl game a stadium you're wearing your glasses and um at the same time this screen's showing you someone's um nft that they've bought which is standing outside the stadium and you can only yeah. see it if you've got your augmented glasses on 
Well, Rob, this might, you know, freak you out again with how quickly things are coming. So we actually, I've actually got a, got a strategy session on this in a couple of hours. We are well in development of some augmented reality experiences for where people can hold their phone up at the stadium and see yeah Yeah, we we could be rolling that out like like i can't give a date but very holy you're working on it see we've already been working on it yeah so basically what's really cool about it is you can pull out your phone at the ground and go walk into come into my trophy cabinet and actually walk in yeah stepping into the trophy cabinet and showing all your different nfts there's a couch there there's a bar um, yeah, right. and then so that's one experience which would be really cool another yeah. one never pokemon go where people you know climb, yeah. climbing towers for pokemons or whatever um yeah similar to that we'll be able to bring these in you know real like not real world, so it was metaverse digital experiences to real world at the game day where you know have challenges and experiences i know my mates and i were just at it and it seems like something kids would do, but no, we're all big kids at the end of the day. Um, yeah. It would have been well, fun during fans. Time. It doesn't matter what age you are. Yeah. It's like, you fun. know, hey, you've got my brain ticking over now. We, we love talking about this stuff. Imagine <laughs> if, like Pokemon, imagine if the AFL hide NFT cards under yeah. certain seats in the stadium and you yeah. have to use your phone to look under the seat to see if it exists there. Yeah. You're already thinking about that. If you're working on that too. (laughs) Rob, are we imagining where, you know, we might hide at 20 or 100 around the stadium, maybe not, you know, and you can go and find that in a corridor or find it um, somewhere and then basically collect it and then to your cabinet and you get rewarded. And yeah, it's exciting. Mate, I I think uh, Rob's been tapping in your emails, Jordan. Because (laughs) he's he's, he's, he's predicting predicting everything. I think so. I think All so. All my we, fun is just thinking about the future, and then I just can't believe how quick it comes true. That's very, very cool. Oh, very, that's very so. Cool. That's so exciting to hear you guys working on that. I'm sure. I mean, the fans won't. They don't. Today, they don't get what's coming. They until it's launched. I don't think they'll fully understand because you know we look at all this technology every day. But if if you tell a fan like today, you can go to the stadium, use your phone to hunt for a, for a for an NFT card in the metaverse in the stadium, it'll blow their mind. Yeah. And it'll probably happen when people are running around like the Pokemon Go thing. You're like, what are all these people doing running around, you know, this park? And then people's like, hey, get on board. Like you do this and you might get a beer. That's when it'll go, yeah. That's when it'll go viral. When everyone's looking at everyone else running around the stadium like Pokemon Go hunting for AFL NFTs. (laughs) (laughs) So, so I've got a... I've got a side question from a, a, a friend of ours who's been on the podcast. Yeah. Um, uh, or t- both both lads are asking these. Um, ben Simpson from Collective Shift. Um, where uh, Rob and I had a re- heading over to the crypto convention in Queensland next week. Yeah. Sure. Are you going yeah. to that? You'll yeah, be there. Me and um, David from the AFL are speaking there. Oh, great. oh, cool, cool, awesome. All right. Well, I can introduce. We should you know to this. We should be keeping up with this. Oh, it's so hard. There's so many people who are speaking on, this guys. thing. <laughs> we we had Dave on talking about it, but it's just it's it's even changed a lot. That was back in July when we had Dave on talking about yeah, the okay. whole. And there's been so many different things that have come on, and new speakers and various things. But anyway, one of the questions um, was, uh, how are you finding it in terms of uh, employing people? 
in this space, in this technology? Um, is, is that a challenge at the moment, trying to get people who have any sort of skill set? Because this is all new cutting edge stuff. So how has that been? The way I think of that is six years ago when we were making our jump from web one to web two, there was no one with Facebook skills of any kind. Yep. No one even knew what Facebook advertising was. There was no one with the digital skills that we needed at the time. So we got, took really serious, like our training, onboarding our systems, our like all that serious, you know, like how do we take someone from where to go super quickly? And I think that was also part of what Adam Loka was really interested with us was our discipline and how seriously we took that throughout the journey of our business. Um, so again, it's just, we're applying that with built curriculum for flow, which is a type of blockchain, um, so, uh, you know, yep. uh, and a number of different ones, web two to web three bridging courses. So that's something we've spent a lot of time in the last six months as well, building up. And we sort of have a term, we call them like, we need octopuses. <laughs> You're like, what's that? Octopuses, yeah, octopuses yeah. are the most phenomenal creatures there. They've got, you know, eight hearts. They've got, it's just crazy when you look into what it is. So we, we need people that are hungry, interested, passionate, can learn quickly because it's all such new information. And it's not just the tech dev side. It's also running a project, being, you know, thinking of how do you build these products for fans? It's, we sort of like, that's the lens we look at, look at it and we're like, we can, it's our responsibility to train up um, and, and things. Yeah, cool. It's, it's not easy to answer the question. No, no, it never is. And I've been through all that sort of stuff too, having having the the, the skill set of people available to do this stuff because it happens so quick. Um, yeah. That that upskilling is is a challenge. So um so in terms of so you know, we've talked about the AFL and uh, there's I know Cricket Australia has got something coming out soon. Yeah. Their NFL, NFL, their NFTs are coming out. Yeah. Um Anything else that you can let us know about that you're working on that you think is coming up that could be exciting in the in the sporting arena or anything else? Yeah, so we're working on an exciting like soccer, uh, not the soccer World Cup, but a soccer World Cup, um, oh. uh, which which is um, so uh-huh. we, uh, can't give too many specifics, but there's not too many soccer World Cups around. Uh, so that's really exciting. That's no, twelve countries. Cool. Um, oh wow! And. That's you know got a got an audience of nearly three hundred million people and um, wow. it's, mm. it's exciting. Our big vision is what can this look like in three, four, five time, five years? Because mm. yeah. when everyone's doing this, you can connect all these communities, you can connect all these experiences, connect all these like aligned brands and, and companies. You can really start to create a new kind of um, almost like the background of your um, screen, Rob, like a new web and connection of. Um, yeah, yeah. Of, of things that are, I suppose, putting the fan first um, rather than just trying to extract as much as we, you know, you can out of a fan. It's like, no, come yeah. and come and be involved in this economy and we'll all rise. Yeah, yeah. great. That's, that's very, very cool. All right, well, we look On forward that to seeing that stuff note. roll out. <laughs> no, no, that's that's cool. And, and you know, we're, because we're so early, at some point uh, in the in the future, we'd like to have you back on, Jordan, to talk about things and how they've developed. Because, like, if we have you on in another six months or a year, a lot will have happened in that six months or a year. Yeah. So, um, if, if you're up, if you're up to that, because we've only scratched the scratch in this, we could do it in one of our metaverse spaces, and that could be yeah, quite, quite cool. There's there's a great idea. We should we should do a podcast That'd in be, yeah. the wow. pool. Yeah. Okay. All right. Give me six seven months. 
All yeah. right, right. You've, you've heard it here. Rob and I will be <laughs> hounding Jordan to, to get uh, that happening. And that's we'll be really hanging cool. out in the metaverse, talking yeah. about in six, seven <laughs> months, stuff that we thought would take five years. Yes. <laughs> but, but it's very cool. And look, at some point, uh, we'd love to have Yat on uh, yeah. from Animoca. Um, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll obviously hit you up as you're connected. I think I might even be connected to him on LinkedIn, I'm pretty sure. But anyway, um, that's cool. Anything else, Rob, that we've got while well, we've got Jordan and aware of his time and he's very gracious um, with it? I think it. this and is a great introduction to B Media and Animoca brands and the AFL NFTs. Um, if anyone wants to come and see Jordan talk some more about this, they can fly to the Gold Coast next weekend. And um, if I quickly share the screen here, we've got two free tickets we're giving away. Yeah, we've got so, two uh, free tickets. You'll see Jordan's here. Um, see, I'm there he is. Animoca. We should have seen this because everyone's people are getting at it every day. Um, yeah. Binance is there. Michael Saylor's meant to be there. We're not sure if he's still going to turn up. Um, there's heaps of people speaking. I've heard it's pretty much. Uh, 5,000 people or, or something are coming to the Gold Coast Convention Centre for this. I think there's only 100 tickets left. Um, Ed and I are giving away two. So uh, if people want to try and grab them, um, you better email us in the next 24 hours because we're going we're gonna to draw them soon. Um, yeah. yeah, so come along to the Gold Coast, see Jordan talk and, and hear all about the latest crypto technology. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's worth coming just to see these three Perth guys. I mean, really, we're pretty awesome yeah, well, dudes. Um, <laughs> we'll be and, on for 12 hours straight. It'll be... Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come, come Monday morning when we, we fly back, I think we'll be a bit worse for wear, but uh, yeah. that's what happens at these things, especially with the two after parties that uh, are going to be happening and probably 10 <laughs> other after parties from different yeah. things. But um, So cool. All right, Jordan, any last message you want to uh, say to anyone? Um, no, no, nice happy birthday. Um, oh, you nice know, happy great. birthday to your mum or anything. No, or no, her your mum, if your mum watches. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, I'm going to try and buy we'll some, some, um, some rare Eagles NFTs. From yeah, get onto AFL Mint. Um, AFLMint.com.au. Oh, awesome. That, actually, that's so, a good um, question. I know we're all talking over each other at this point, but um, <laughs> if... You've had one one set of NFTs come out. When's the second set coming out? Second set is coming before the grand final. Nice to know. Cool. Awesome. There you go. I hope so. I'm not saying anything I'm allowed to say, but I said it. So there we go. <laughs> Keep that no, that, no, that's actually that's, good. People you heard it go first. And check AFLmint.com.au every few days now. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, that's it. All, all good. So uh, thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Uh, subscribe if you're watching this on youtube subscribe and like and all the other things we love you to do to to help us boost this show rob and i love uh, all the comments you make and uh, again thanks to jordan for taking time out of his exceptionally hectic and busy schedule um thanks mate we appreciate it and we'll we'll, we'll see you on the gold coast mate we will all right awesome. take care thanks, everybody bye thanks, for now